0: Today is Sunday. This video will air on Monday and it's my habit every Sunday to kind of review what happened in the past week, to review the conversation that I have with my tribe every Friday and kind of assess what am I going to do relative to my portfolio, my investment portfolio, in the next week. I try to make a list of those things, those issues that uh, have risen their head over the past months that are going to enter into my investment decisions. And that's what I wanna to do today because the list seems to be growing with, with each week. And what I wanna do in this video is share with you in no particular order, those things that I am going to consider relative to the investment moves that I'll make in the next seven days. Uh, so let's do that. This is not financial advice. This is just me sharing my wisdom my years of investing, and my interpretation of the world that I live in today and the world that I think I'm going to be living in tomorrow. Uh, So let's do that, but let's first get the legal business out of the way that I'm not your financial advisor. I'll be right with you. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmaier. I'm a baby boomer. Uh, I, actually, I'm I'm about uh, three months before the first baby boomer was was uh, conceived. I did I was conceived before the end of the war, um, and I know that we have a baby boomer crisis. I did a a video over on my other channel, my retirement channel, that kind of. Uh, went through an event that happened to me back in, um, I guess it was March of 2020, where I was in San Diego and I saw a veteran sleeping on the streets, and I realized we have a baby boomer crisis and it's about the growing um homeless population that we have and it particularly struck me that uh veterans are homeless and and therefore we ha- we have an issue so it's a growing problem what really brought it to my attention was issue number 2 and that is the $1 million Disney ride that uh, is now available. And, and William Shatner just participated in it and how we have these two situations, uh, a homeless situation, and yet we, 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 take, we spend a million dollars on sending someone 11 minutes up into the sky and then bringing them back. And we even do it for free for a 90-year-old. I think our world's screwed up. I really do, um, that we allow things like that to happen, and I don't know how you would stop it. But I look at that and I say, okay, those two things in an issue. And, and, and in the same thing, then I read an article that says that um, the baby boomers, again, who, um, built this nation or built the economy we're in, um, and, and have pensions and their pensions are underfunded. And those pensions are basically around the people who work for, um, the governments and teachers and firefighters and whatever. And, and their pensions are underfunded, um, by something in the neighborhood of 20%, 20 to 40%. Kentucky's the worst. Um, so I, 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 I see that and I said, the, our financial situation is screwed up. Our priorities are screwed up. Um, then I go to my point number three and I read that uh, 3.6 million people don't want to work. Um, they don't want to go to jobs and I say, how did that happen? And Again, I go back to my consensus that uh, or my opinion that the most important thing that has happened in my life of 77 years was the coronavirus. And basically, we put uh, millions of people out of work because there was a pandemic going around and we sent them home and they found out they don't need us. They don't need their employers. They can find other ways to work just like this. Um, I I am a part of the digital economy. Are there 3.6? Million people that are a part of the digital economy? I don't know, but they don't want to work. And then the next number four, that as a same part of that, people don't want to work, is they're saying they're going on strike. The Caterpillar's going on strike. The nurses' unions are going on strike. And, and basically saying, hey, you, you corporations are making all kinds of profits. Uh, you, you couldn't do it without us. We want we don't want your jobs unless you're willing to share your profits with me. And, and again, that, that's my number four, that we're having union strikes. And this enters into my decisions of how I'm going to invest. Uh, and I think it should. Then, uh, then uh, we we all know it's top of news that we have a broken supply chain. That's my consideration number five. Um, we're going to have a shortage of goods. We're going to have a shortage of workers, and we're going to have higher inflation. So the so broken supply chain is is in increasing inflation. So if inflation goes up. Uh, Particularly, again, part of going up to my item number one, the baby boomers are on fixed incomes. Yeah, they did get a 6% raise or are scheduled to get a 6%, but that isn't going to cover the cost. Hell, gasoline is is up 10% uh, in just the last month. And, and just go to the grocery store. These are considerations that I, I look at and say, okay, how is that going to affect the stock price of the next stock I want to buy? Then I look at it and I say, government's printing more money. Well, you know, uh, Donald printed nine trillion and I think Joe got a, a, a 1.2 trillion printed uh, until that shut down, until he asked for another 3.5. And guess what? Bitcoin just crossed $60,000 a coin. Do those two things have anything to do with each other? I think they do. I think there's a general opinion that the, uh, the, the dollar is becoming less and less value and and smart money is finding someplace else to go, and gold's not the place because it's not really transferable and you can't go to the grocery store and buy an orange with it, but you will probably be able very shortly to buy an orange with your Bitcoin. So. I consider that when I think about what am I going to buy in my stock market or what am I going to sell in in my stocks. I need to consider that the government is printing more money and Bitcoin has gone to $60,000 a coin. Uh, Then I read, yes, last week, that the banks are making more profits. Wait a second, Bitcoin's now at... Sixty-one dollar or sixty-one thousand a coin. I think these things have something to do with each other. If you look back at the last uh, several um, corrections in the stock market, other than the pandemic. They're, they're, it's the same situation. The banks get to where they're getting greedy and they're making money and they make some dumb decisions. And we have a subprime crisis. We, we have a situation where prices of stocks are getting overvalued and, and the banks are making more money and we have a dot-com bubble. Uh, so I got to consider. That's my uh, item number six. And then on uh, my item number seven, and I have to incl- include, is China. I'm reading a book uh, that basically is all about uh, the long game and how China has basically said we're going to replace the United States as both as the economic power, the the military power and the political power, and we're going to do it, and how are they going to do it, and why why will it work? Well, where is all the future growth of the world's economy gonna come? Is it gonna come from the United States? I don't think so. I've already got two cars in my garage. It's gonna come from Asia. Uh, the the Indians and the Chinese don't have two cars in their garage, uh, so the growth is going to come there. and And China is basically saying that um, the United States growth is a is a yesterday's news, and we don't need Gen. We're we're and, and we make everything that you want anyway. You basically gave us. Uh, because you were lazy and, and, and wanted cheap prices, you gave us the manufacturing of the world. Hell, we now control your semiconductors. We, we make all your shoes. We make all your clothes. Um, and, and you aren't going to be buying anymore. Um, the growth is going to come from Asia and Africa. Uh, so I need to consider that um as as uh i make my investment decisions this this week and then the no, item number 8 is the markets are at an all-time high and yet they're at an all-time high and i have these seven issues i just went through that the baby boomers pensions are underfunded um that uh we're 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 spending a million dollars to send people up in a rocket for 11 minutes. Um, that 3.6 million people don't want to work anymore. Uh, that we have a broken supply chain. That the government is just screaming to print more and more money while Bitcoin goes to 60,000. And then we have China. Um, and yet the markets are all at all time highs. Those are the things I feel. As a prudent investor, that I need to consider as I make my purchases or sales uh, this week, I'd be interested in your opinion. Is the market going to go up or is it going to go down from here? Let's let's just put in in the, in the comments. Uh, and the question is, over the next let's let's say six months. So we're We're in the middle of uh, October, so November, December, January, February, March. Is the market going to be higher or lower um, on March the 1st, 2022? You tell me. Uh, And again, with these eight items considered, will the market be higher or lower in March? Now, I, I, I also have to say, We're in the midst of uh, uh, some major change. Our health care is going to get so much better. Um, Our technology is coming faster than we we can consume it. And so I think there's some tremendous positives, but I think it's going to be in some specified areas. I really want to know what you think. You know, I do these videos to be informative. I want you to inform me. And and the the question I want you to answer for me, will the market be higher or lower the 1st of March 2022? Okay, Um, that's my take. I'll talk to you again tomorrow, I'm sure.